Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. It's the 6th of February. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1927 and we travel to Mexico. And we remember the death of Mateo Correa Magalanes. Magalanes was a priest working in one of the oldest cities in Mexico, Concepcion de Oro. And his execution today was the consequence of the government's continuing conflict within, with elements of the church. The resulting rebellion, sometimes referred to as the Cristero War. In 1917, the Mexican constitution had been updated and included three articles which heavily restricted the power and the influence of the church. The convention on the constitution had been called by Venustiano Carranza, a leader of the Mexican revolution. However, the liberal-leaning Carranza found to his dismay that the convention was dominated by radicals who wanted a far-reaching reform of the relationship of church and state. Some of the articles were strongly anti-clerical. The Roman Catholic Church in Mexico was denied recognition as a legal entity. Priests were denied various rights and subject to public registration. Religious education was forbidden and public religious ritual outside of the churches was banned and all of the property of the church was nationalised as the property of the nation. And this happened a year before the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia, which you can hear about in the pod of January the 20th. This triggered a massive rural uprising in north and central Mexico that was tacitly supported by the church hierarchy, and it was aided by urban Catholic supporters. Months later, the US ambassador eventually got involved and the government made some concessions. The church withdrew its support for the Cristero fighters and the conflict officially ended in 1929. But sadly, with a quarter of a million dead and a similar number displaced across the border to the United States. The violence rumbled on even after the US brokered agreement and some of those who had been associated with the Cristeros took up arms again as independent rebels. This time, among their targets, were unarmed public school teachers because of their status as government employees. Some who refused to leave the schools and their communities would have their ears cut off. There were continued atrocities on both sides, and exaggerations of them were used for propaganda purposes. At the height of the conflict, Father Correa was arrested by soldiers as he was taking communion to a dying woman. Suspected of being a Cristero, he was imprisoned. And whilst in prison, Father Correa was asked by a general to hear the confessions of some imprisoned members of the Cristeros. Afterwards, the general demanded to know what the condemned prisoners had confessed. And when Father Correa refused to tell him, today, on February the 6th, he was taken to the cemetery on the outskirts of Durango and shot through the head. As a Catholic priest, he knew that if he had broken the seal of the confessional, he would have triggered an automatic excommunication onto himself, late sententia. He was canonised by Pope John Paul II at the turn of the millennium and is one of 25 saints who have been officially recognised from this period. 
All had refused to take up arms, but had been caught up in the conflict for witnessing to their faith. Another group of 13 have been declared blessed, and that includes a 14-year-old boy, Jose Sanchez del Rio, and many documentaries and films have been made about this period. Graham Greene's novel The Power and the Glory is famously set in this period, and the very well-known novel in the Spanish-speaking world called Pedro Paramo is set during the Cristero War in the western Mexico city of Kamala. It is interesting to note how Mexico's larger neighbour, the United States, became involved. It could be an early example of American foreign policy. With growing instability on their border, the diplomatic efforts to settle the conflict were effective. However, both sides were being funded and supported by religious groups within the states. In the mid-1920s, high-ranking members of the anti-Catholic Ku Klux Klan had offered the President Calles $10 million to fight the Cristeros. On the other hand, the group, the Knights of Columbus, had been very effective in their campaign to make more people aware of the Cristero War and the injustices that were being suffered. The Knights of Columbus had been founded as a mutual benefit society for Catholic immigrants in New Haven, Connecticut, their support and their service work had proven so successful that they had expanded across the border. Nine of those beatified or canonized were members of the Knights. And the American Knights collected more than a million dollars to assist exiles from Mexico, continue the education of expelled seminarians, and to inform American citizens of their oppression. They also had met US President Calvin Coolidge to press for intervention. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. If you'd like to know more about anything in today's podcast, email the show on pogppod at gmail.com or visit our website at www.pogp.net. Thanks to Gary Rodriguez for today's music and have a lovely day wherever you are. Thank you for listening.